0: Alright, you are now tuned in to the follow through with Clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. Episode 91 is in the books, people. We have Ashley Murray in the house. We're talking NCAA basketball. We're talking pro basketball. You're never going to believe who this girl's godfather is. USA loses to France. What the hell happened to FIBA basketball, people? California drops a bomb on NCAA sports paving the way for NCAA players to possibly get paid in the future. October 19th, Clips and Drew live podcast with B-Ball Junkies and Fresh. We're going to send you guys out all the details. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. Drew What up, broadcast world? What's up, everybody? You know what it is. It's the follow through with clips and Drew, the true players broadcast. Yep. Episode 91, and we are coming with some heat. We are indeed. We're breaking down barriers, Drew. We have a special guest today, Miss Ashley Murray, a.k.a. at (laughs) Lily Murray.
2: What's good?
0: Hey. (laughs) Division one athlete, Mm -hmm. model, YouTuber, Oh, yeah. Okay. She knows her sports. You are the first female on the follow through with Clipson, Drew. And I'm glad that you're here.
2: Oh, I'm glad I'm here, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's, she's new to this new, game. Yeah, she's new, new, to here, this game. new to this I'm game. New to I mean, that
1: was a quick toss, though, it? right there.
0: You could have been more almost. Oh, okay. Finesse. So, uh, my bad. I guess I'm the rook. I guess I'm the rook right That's all right. Now. That's all right. So, Ash, what we do every episode, it's episode mm-hmm. 91, Drew picks a player that correlates with the number of our episode. So, Drew, why don't you just why don't you go through it? Yeah,
1: so we'll start with players drafted in 1991.
0: Uh, Please, is it my guy? Finally, it is your guy. Fucking Larry Johnson. It's Larry Johnson. Grandma, Mom, Jesus. Finally,
1: the the last four episodes in a row, he has been guessing Larry Johnson as number one overall, (laughs) and so we have finally arrived. Larry Johnson, number one overall draft pick, number four. Dikembe Mutombo.
0: Oh, we oh. talked about him today. Yeah, today. Fun. Uh, yeah. He is the uncle of yeah. your boy. What's his name?
2: Uh, M. Fiondu. Who is a yeah. clipper now. Yeah. Is he? And That's he
0: the Florida, Florida State, State guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah.
1: Oh, I know. The, the He's like seven yeah. for four. He's yeah. also a he's pretty big dude.
2: <laughs> exactly.
3: Okay.
0: That's yeah. Matumbo's. Kind of makes sense that they're related. Yeah. And to let everybody <laughs> know, Ashley played for Florida State yes. volleyball uh you her right like you were killing there
2: it. yes i did get a couple um all conference recognize uh, recognize whatever um i was not the best player on my team mm. ironically uh <laughs> not used to that but <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> sure. yeah but it was definitely a good time we had a good record um we got upset by the team that ended up being number one in our conference and going undefeated. So that was, that was hard. But I think we had a great season, and they're doing really well right now, actually. They just beat the number three team in the nation,
1: Sweet. I believe.
2: Yeah, which is their highest-ranked um, win in a very long time. Very so, good. Yeah.
0: All right. So, so she's tied to, to Florida state. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> yeah. in case you didn't know, getting, didn't get her last name. This is Lamon Murray's daughter, yeah. former yeah. Clipper. Correct. Our 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 circles are really it's weird how this yeah. works. So <laughs> I, you know, I was a ball boy for the Clippers. I knew your Pops when he came into the league. And then later on, I worked for Baron Davis and then Ashley's mom was working for Baron at the time, so I worked for Ashley's mom. That's how I reconnected with Ashley. And then I know Ashley's brother, who is a hooper that plays overseas in Italy right now, right? Yes, Italy. Shout out yeah. to you, uh, Lamont yeah, shout Jr. shout out to uh, He knows guys. that he's going to be listening to this show because we have something <laughs> fun later, uh, later in the show. Continue.
1: After <laughs> we jump into players drafted in 1991, we're going to go players born in 1991. This is not a great list. It's no. not. Unfortunately... All these dudes are still, like, so many guys are still in the league. Uh, First and foremost, the best player on the list, Kawhi Leonard. Mm. Right? So that's fantastic. Yeah. But as we go through, it drops off. We got CJ McCollum, fantastic player. Yeah, boring. Uh, Derek Favors, Joe Harris, Chris Middleton, Michael Michael Carter Williams. Nope. Uh, My boy Hollis Thompson made this list. And this is important because I played against him three times in high school. And uh, he windmill dunked in a game against me not on me (laughs) but he went by me to do that um i still give him shit for that but shout out to to hollis he had a nice career at georgetown i think he's no longer in the league anymore probably not uh he's a good i would know if he was right i don't think he would i mean he's not he played he played for a minute um on philly before they got really good before they got Uh, um and and simmons and all them so like he played on the worst team in the nba for like three years right but hey he got paid um, yeah. And I'm sure he's playing somewhere else. But that's the list. Like, that's, oh, that's it. We, right? Yeah. So, you know, when I'm looking at this, obviously, we can go Kawhi. Eh? Yeah. We could go Larry
0: Johnson for that's, sure. That's where I think we should go. Or we can go Dikembe. Ooh, 55. That is my number. That is your number. Damn.
1: Did we not choose him for 55?
0: Well, we does everybody know Dikembe's real name? You've said this once I before. I have said this before. I think it, it was like Let over get, a year ago. It was. Let me get this back.
1: I was going to say, it do you was, even know? Do yes, you remember do. it?
0: It was Dikembe Mutombo. Mukamba. Jean-Jacques Wamutumbo. That is his what? full name. That's cool. Wow. Right? Yeah. That'd be too long to put on our artwork. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't.
2: Tongue I think that
0: we, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, gra- gra- let's put it this way. Grandmama was so iconic. His character was yes. so iconic. Like, it changed the game. It made Converse, like, cool again. Right. I used to rock the LJs, yeah, dude. Yeah, like Dwayne Wade did. Oh yeah. Well, okay. I think we should leave it up to the guest.
1: I'm 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 down with all All
0: right. Ashley has Ashley Murray has chosen Kawhi Leonard. So Kawhi Leonard, this is your episode. Congratulations, (laughs) you're now famous, Kawhi. 1991. You can thank us later. USA loses to France. Like we're out of the tournament. It's done. We're going home. Everything that we thought was gonna happen happened. This is why everybody fucking backed out of this thing because they didn't want to lose. They didn't want their rep to be. To be hit and they and they beat us pretty pretty well, dude.
1: Well, so you know these games have been popping off at like what five thirty in the morning. Yeah. So I you know, pardon me for not catching all of these. I I I, you know Instagram breaks the scores and I'm like, oh cool, we beat Brazil or awesome, we played Turkey. Like, uh, I think uh, part of the reason why these players decided not to like the big name players decided not to jump into this is because who actually cares? It's 2019. This is not the Olympics. This is the, what, it's supposed to be the World Cup, and they're trying to make that something? I mean, all right, that's fair. But... Mm, i think i'm good
2: i think it's even more than that because from what i was hearing the deadlines actually got pushed back and so a lot of the guys who were preparing for season realized that a lot of the games were interfering oh yeah so that's what i heard was the reason a lot of people backed out from even canada for example rj barrett and all them they all backed out deadlines yeah Yeah. okay they could get prepared for season
0: all right so let's get off i'm I'm over usa i mean i think
1: just in like in conclusion Disappointing. Yes, I don't think. I mean, sitting here when they announced the final roster, I thought we'd still win. I really did. I mean, because really? you look at, if didn't. you look at our I, yeah. if you look at our team top to bottom, and you look at every other roster, you're like, we should win that game. We should. I, we have the most. We all of our guys are in the NBA. Most yeah. of these other teams have like half of their roster at best in the NBA. But it's, I think the the team chemistry is something that that USA always suffers with yes. each year that they go through this stuff. All those guys on Serbia and Spain and France, that's the unit. They they've been know playing each other. together forever. They've been playing together exactly. for, for 15 years. They've been yeah. playing together on that team. Yeah. And every year we come in with a new squad of guys that do not play together. Nope. And so that always comes into play here. It's disappointing definitely, to me. Definitely. I think we should have won this, this thing. I really Is do. Jason
0: Tatum a top 10 player in the NBA? No. no. Is Donovan Mitchell <laughs> a top 10 player in the NBA? No. no. Okay. And who was the third player on the team that was? Uh, Kemba. Kemba. Kemba, yeah. Kemba, top 10 player? No,
2: not top ten. In top twenty, s-
0: s- yeah. top twenty. Yes, yeah, top, top fifteen, 10. maybe. Top ten, probably not. I would so not. we we didn't bring the best talent. I'm saying that there were there were players on Serbia and on Greece that probably better than Jason Tatum. Like, yeah. might be just as good. As Jason Tatum, Maybe. like, J- well, Jason, Jason Tatum's twenty points a game, and Player A's twenty points a game could be totally different. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, these guys can still get buckets. I'm sorry, I can't keep my. Yeah, what's going no-pad? on with the, the notepad? <laughs> it's it's hot. Okay, it's episode ninety one, and it's ninety one degrees 91 in this degrees. house. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but anyways, can we get off USA? Yeah, like all this ma- all this means is that. LeBron's gonna get his mini camp with Kuzma and everybody like just yeah. a week earlier. You know what I mean? Yeah. And
1: I think the one thing that did come out of it that I saw was that we actually qualified for the 2020 Olympics by getting into the quarterfinals. Ooh. So at least we don't have to struggle or yeah. worry about that nonsense. We're in, and I think
0: what does that mean? So we automatically just we get in?
1: Yeah, you have to qualify for this shit, uh-huh. right? So by getting as far as we did in the tournament, we qualify for 2020 uh, next year in Tokyo for the Olympics, and I think that because it'll be a, an actual run at the Olympics for a gold medal, will result in the star, maybe not all of them, but the ones that actually care about this shit, those ones will show up and play next yeah. year. So that's, I think, going to set the tone. Like, whoever wins this, cool. Like, maybe you'll be the favorite to win it in, in, <laughs> yeah. in Tokyo. But if you see our roster come Olympic time, yeah. it's going to be another story.
0: It's in Tokyo? Yeah. when it, in when? Summer. It's next summer? Summer, yeah. In next summer, Idaho. Tokyo. I'll bet you will be there, Ashley. I'll I will bet you some way so. you will finagle your way there.
2: Japan <laughs> is the one place I haven't been, and it would be really dope. Because I was in China for the Beijing Olympics. Oh, cool. Yeah. Why were you
0: there? Explain Because my that.
2: dad played in China. Oh, yeah. oh sick. Yeah. yeah. So I did not I, know that. Yeah. My mom played in After China. After the NBA, he did a couple overseas things. Nice. And we went to China. So we visited him while he was out there. We got to see all those cool things. Interesting.
0: So. Did he
1: play on yeah. the Beijing Ducks? My favorite Chinese organization. <laughs>
2: I think it was.
3: It was the Beijing Ducks. Yeah.
1: I swear, I still think that I. Yeah. It's. I, I always make this joke because Jeremy Lin just signed with the Beijing yep. Ducks. Yeah. Um, it sounds like something you could order at Panda Express.
0: Beijing duck. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll take the Beijing oh, duck. The sweet and sour Beijing duck. The,
1: the Beijing duck, uh, <laughs> the orange funny. chicken, and y'all do some fried rice, and that'll be it uh, for me.
0: You know, I've I've said this story before, but like I knew uh, I had a long conversation with Bonzi Wells once, who was playing over in China, and mm. he was saying like they just had weird ways of paying players. Like, really? they, oh yeah, yeah. He said like I'd have to meet my owner in the this mall. Was,
1: this was pretty early in the in the Chinese league days,
0: though. Yeah. Right? Well, they still had professional leagues, but it was yeah. just... Sometimes, like, obviously your dad was playing in the top league. There's other (laughs) leagues where it's like you might go to bed playing for this team and then you wake up in the morning and there is no team. No, exactly.
2: That happens for most countries. Right. Yeah. In most sports, actually. Like, for example, Greece is known for not paying people at all. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and most teams just like you could wake up one day on the team next. It doesn't exist or you're just not on the team anymore. Jeez. You know, you so doing? exactly. No but Bonzi hearing. was
0: saying I'd meet my my owner like in the mall and he'd give me a garbage bag full of money. Like that's how he <laughs> played me. like I didn't get a check. I didn't get anything. Like he just gave me like a a garbage bag full of that's money. That's kind of wow. cool. I don't know. That's a little weird. A little it weird. sounds like how uh, college
1: athletes are getting paid right now. Well, huh. you know what? That's a
0: good segue. That's a good segue because <laughs> yeah. I want to get into this um what's your youtube channel uh
2: Lily murray Lily
0: murray so ashley just dropped a new a new youtube yesterday or today
2: yeah video uh two days ago yeah and, and
0: california has uh has embraced like we're they're gonna pay college athletes now yeah so, so they
2: passed a bill but it's not completely passed obviously it has to be signed off by the governor which it hasn't gone to yet but everyone is saying it's basically unanimous and who's going to pass it um, it's not, doesn't go into effect till 2023. So any student athlete playing right now probably won't see this bill. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Um, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. But basically, <laughs> uh, what is interesting is that for years we've been debating like, should student athletes be paid? And obviously the, the answer is yes. You know, um, is that colleges, the answer? Yes. Okay. These colleges see so much money from at least revenue making sports. And that makes a difference mm-hmm. obviously. And, um, The bill is basically not telling schools to pay these athletes. It's saying that we can now use our image and likeness. So it's getting rid of the amateurism rule. And so, basically, um, we can now get endorsements. You can use your name. You can sell jerseys. You can make money
0: oh. off of who you are. Collegiate athletes can get endorsements. Exactly. Nike can get a college yep. athlete. What exactly. if it's an
1: Adidas school?
2: Exactly. So, we'll oh. see what ends up happening. A lot of people are saying it's going to affect the NCAA, obviously, a lot. Yeah. Because if you have your best athlete who wants to sign a Nike before he gets there and you're an Adidas school, what does that mean? Yeah, how does that work? Exactly. But then, will you see sponsorships no longer being to schools? for example, Instead of because, just athletes. Exactly, because you would get more money putting your thing on an athlete versus a school. Well, I mean, that's kind of yeah. how it is in
0: the NBA though. Like every exactly. player gets a different endorsement. Exactly. No one team is sponsored by like Nike's on the Jersey, like the jerseys exactly. might be sponsored, yeah. but every player has to go and get their own. And actually every NBA player has to have an endorsement deal yep. to play. Like I remember, and we brought up Mahmoud abdul Rauf last episode, Chris Jackson, uh, he didn't have a sponsor at one point, so he had to put black tape over his shoe, you know what I mean, and not represent oh. like what he wow. – And most NBA referees, too, they black out their shoes. Yeah. You can't even see what they're wearing uh-huh. or they got to put black duct tape over it. So every player – and most of these guys – and you know this, dude. Yeah. Like Your standard endorsement deal with Nike or whatever is like you get 15 15- pairs of shoes a month you get five thousand exactly. dollars in the store c- yeah. family credit your family can use like that's basically what everybody has yeah the lower tier players exactly. which would be awesome anyways yes. you know what yeah. i mean like not everybody's lebron and yeah. Kyrie and, and getting
2: like, millions off of an endorsement so
0: what do you think i mean obviously they're going to spend the next three years dealing with that because I, I, I
1: have i have some stuff here oh, right give so, me some. this is this is just california right yes. So I feel like the NCAA as the organization as we know it is going to dead this real quick. It's not going to happen because they're, uh, not just state. It's a, it's a national organization. I mean, the national collegiate association. I think it's going to, it's going to be a really interesting play. And we'll see. I think the hope, uh, of 2023 is that more states will probably align with this. And so California can kind of lead the line with that. And then, and then if the majority of the states do it, maybe we'll, we'll see that. But I I have a feeling that NCAA is just going to be like, nope, I don't care. Like it, yeah. you're, if you break this rule, you're not allowed to play in the NCAA. Uh, yeah. But I do think the other side of this is that if they don't do this and they kind of let it slide, it's going to be an obvious recruiting advantage exactly. for every yeah. e- like UC Davis <laughs> is going to start getting <laughs> exactly. players that would be going to Florida yeah. or Florida State exactly. because they can be like, well, here's a hundred thousand exactly. uh, uh, dollars, you know, uh, scholarship uh, and. Whatever endorsement deal that you get.
2: And it's being interesting right now because the NCAA has already kind of spoken on it. And they basically a month ago told all the California schools that if they did cooperate with this law that's being passed, that they would be ineligible for an NCAA championship. But no one is listening. And so obviously Shit. we haven't heard from any of the California schools directly saying if they will or will not allow players to be on their team who do want to get sponsorships and endorsements. But I believe that they will. And I believe that um, California actually has the most D1 schools out of every state. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be a huge power play because we have so many schools, and we have quite a few very powerful schools, especially in revenue-making sports. Right. You know, USC, UCLA, basketball and football. You right. know what I'm saying? Stanford and Cal. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see like who wins in the next couple years to right. see if the NCAA is just going to comply, if they're going to try to keep these schools out of championships. It'll be interesting to see. Well, but I that know... could
1: backfire, right? The, exactly. other, the other side of that is that if it if it helps them, exactly. If they if they do it that way, then then yeah. kids. Won't won't go to UCLA exactly. and USC because they won't be eligible to be in exactly. the, the postseason and win anything.
0: I'm thinking about like how it would affect like, so say, say Zion's on your team, right? Yeah. And Zion's making 150 racks and got this endorsement deal yeah. and commercials. And then you got the other, you know, there's going to be so much resentment. Yeah. And like, I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know how that's going to work. Drew and I both believe yeah. that. And we talked about it with Shea Cotton. I don't mm-hmm. know if you're familiar with Shea, but Shea was going to Shea was Zion and LeBron before everybody, and like these different avenues that these kids have now, like of going to the G League or going overseas exactly. to make cake. Like, or I or the don't guy think-
2: who just got the internship. Well, who signed? I think he signed to Rich Paul, and oh, he did tell the me. intern. You didn't see that? No, he just yeah, got he got drafted. an internship. Yeah, he did an internship took with a year New off. Balance for a million dollars. Took the whole year off and just did workouts, and then he got drafted. First round. That, what
0: a great way to go. Like, so that's, first, first fuck school. Like, that. like, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, why, why would I go to school? I think that, I think that, uh, and we've said this before, I think the, the four year co- collegiate athlete isn't going to happen anymore. No. It's going to be completely extinct. And yeah. the NCAA doesn't want to see that at all. But like,
1: We've been waiting for something in this direction forever. A long time. And so to have this be the one that breaks ground, even if it fails, even if it doesn't pass, it's the first step in a long step. Long, many stairs that we have to climb exactly. to get to the eventual reality where these 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 athletes are going to be able. And to And we're picked. just
0: exactly. talking. We're talking football and basketball. What about like where's the resentment going to be for volleyball? I and think for the- there
2: won't be any because what I will say as someone who went through the system and having not having to like not use my likeness to do anything, I could have had so much more opportunity and lifted myself up as an individual. To have something once I was done playing, you know, and a lot of girls I played with could have modeled, could have done a lot of things, but they just waited because we were too busy doing volleyball. And for us, obviously, we're not a revenue sport. We don't have a professional league in America. So for very, very few of us, do we want to go overseas for the rest of our lives, you know, not play volleyball. Home. Like, exactly. where, where's that lucrative? Exactly. Where and you- it's like.
1: If you're an
0: eight time
2: Olympian, you might see 800,000, you know, you're, you're, in your career. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But that's
1: not that much, though. And that's exactly very very little. 1%. There's very few that are eight time Olympians. Uh,
2: Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So for basically you're agreeing to play the sport you love for the rest of your life for minimum wage. And very, very few of us want to do that. Sure. So it would be nice to not only have school paid for because we're playing a sport, but also be able to build our future because, oh, they were Mm. a really good athlete. And that's where, um, A lot of, I feel like the misconnect for female athletes is right now is that we're not allowed to promote ourselves. So a lot of girls who aren't athletes are taking our slots. They're taking the endorsement deals that we should be having because they just work out. They're pretty on Instagram, you know, not to shade anyone who's doing that, but it's like, there's a lot of opportunities we're not being able to take care of, you know? And then all of a sudden we're in the NBA and people are supposed to know who we are. Right. You know, so I think it actually benefit us way more than it'll harm anyone. So that's you know,
0: it's it's kind of crazy that you bring this up because like I, I spoke to your brother yeah. last night. Yeah. And I I, <laughs> I I like your brother a lot. He's he's awesome, very smart. Yeah. And I had to hit him up. And I'm like, yo, so your sis is about to be on the show tomorrow. And I said, I want to fire her up a little bit. Like, give me give me some ammo, dude. Okay. And he said, tell my sister to talk about women's sports. Like, did <laughs> why don't people? She said. He said, why? I, I quote. Why don't? Why doesn't anybody watch women's volleyball? I watch women's volleyball. Well, I, you don't watch it really. Name one professional <laughs> volleyball women's volleyball player you know without clicking on your computer. Walsh, Car- Carrie Walsh. Yeah, <laughs> I only know. I don't. I only know the but girls' she's from beach vo- She's beach volleyball. Okay, beach volleyball is different.
2: Yeah, I mean she's a ten time Olympian. Maybe. That's, okay, that's well, well, yeah. maybe I should know that. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: but I watch so like when it gets into playoff time, like that's especially during like that. Time there isn't a whole lot else on. I mean, not yeah. to not to throw yeah. shade, but but <laughs> we shit, are a fall sport, but yeah. no, but it's fun. i yeah. I, it's a fun sport. Like volleyball, yeah. men's, women's, both very very yeah. fun, exciting. Like a lot of action happens like in a very quick amount of time. You get gratification because you get to slam, right. you slam that ball, and then and then you also get the athleticism and like the quickness and all that other exactly. stuff. So it's a, I, it's a fun. Sport I have a question.
0: Sure. I have a question though because you brought this out of, up, up about Instagram, so. Obviously you're attractive, you're very good looking, you know a lot of people that do the same thing or that are. Yeah. You couldn't as a playing at Foot State, like you couldn't make money on your Instagram no. and be a collegiate athlete nope. at all. Like even think
2: about the Gonzalez twins, they were just yeah. famous on Instagram. They had to stop playing basketball to pursue their careers on Instagram and in music. On
0: Instagram than they would playing in basketball. The DBA, yes. Yeah. yes. Unfortunately. But it's
2: still it's it's still unfair for us. You're not allowed to make any money.
0: I always bring you know? up I always bring up Reggie Bush when I talk about this because mm-hmm. Reggie Bush's jersey was like the top selling jersey in America. Exactly. Uh, you know, he brought that school so much freaking money, and you know, he didn't make any money.
2: Yeah.
0: And then his parents took money and bought a house, yeah. and like if they just would have <laughs> waited three months, you know what I mean. Yeah. And you actually told a pretty inter- interesting story on one of your YouTube videos where you were talking about how you were super highly. Uh, illegally recruited yeah at seven, seventh grade <laughs> this girl was oh, getting wow. looked at right yeah. and we didn't she didn't name any names and that's okay yeah. but just you kind of knew the process first of all you came from a family where your pops knew the process your pops yeah. was the seventh pick in the fucking NBA yeah. draft he wa- it was jason kidd and lamont murray like they were yeah. cow yeah um and your pop still has the sweetest stroke i've ever seen in yeah my life, and he's still at <laughs> it's so butter dude. yeah so butter um sorry getting off top topic but uh you knew from a young age that mm-hmm. this, this happened. You yeah. Know? And then w- like, what was it for, since your dad already knew this process, your mom mm-hmm. is very smart. Yeah. It, 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 they yeah. just let it happen or like, what do you do? Uh,
2: for me, I feel like it was a little different because obviously he was such a high level recruit. Um, when you're that high, you don't really go through the recruiting process. You know, and that's where I went through in seventh grade. It's not the full process. There's no emails, all those kind of things, like making sure everything's in Intel. When you're basically a five-star recruit, everything's under the table. And I feel like that's what people aren't recognizing is that that is so common in every sport, you know, where it's like by the time you're in the seventh grade, they already know who you are. So the best Seventh grade
0: women's volleyball, though. Think about that. Like they really have. Imagine Zion and Duke, right? Exactly.
2: So they already know who you are. They're already talking to you. They're already saying that what they can do for you and all those things well before you're old enough to even know what that means or to
0: even care exactly. you don't care exactly Th- that's where it skews your love for playing a sport exactly. right exactly because you're like why like i just want to be with my girlfriends and yeah. play volleyball like i really enjoy playing yeah and i bring this quote up and i'm I'm telling you but i've I've said it on the show a lot like lorenzen who was my best friend you know oh it, i asked him one day when he was a rookie i'm like dude how amazing is this like aren't yeah. you so stoked you're in the nba and he's like dude it I, I'm not like it's a, it's a business now, exactly, and like I don't. It's not fun. Yeah, and I think you know the era of the Kevin Garnetts and the Kobe's and shit like that, where mm-hmm. you know there's all this passion and love for the game. I think all NBA players love basketball. Yeah, but once it becomes this it's thing, a job. it's a job, yeah. and it, and you have to perform. And yep. there's so many more cameras and lights, and you're under this huge microspo- microscope. Microscope. You're 12 years old in seventh grade. Like, exactly. who, like why the fuck would I want a grown ass man telling me what they can do for me exactly. in six years? Exactly.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? And I feel like that's where the problem lies is that you have a lot of people who are complying to a system because, like, the people before them got recruited that young, too. So it's like, you think this is okay. You know, and I feel like in a lot of at least female sports where people aren't so big on recruiting, they're like, oh, well, you got a scholarship. Go ahead. You know, Mm -hmm. because that's kind of like where I was. It was like, even though my dad had been recruited, even though he knew what it was like to go through a process and how these coaches were and what they would tell you and all those things. And in the day, it was still female sports versus male sports. And he didn't quite understand the schools that are at the top are different. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's still different. So, even though I had someone who knew about the process, it was still a completely different process. To
0: him and to, to yeah. everybody else. Okay, that makes sense. Exactly.
2: And so, I felt like between me, between other players I knew about, we fell through the cracks. You know? And that's a big reason why I talk about it on my channel and I have that video is because I want people who are going through it now to understand, like, this is a business. You know? Anything. You're not seeing, all like, the amount of money that you should be seeing, you know?
0: But – there should be no reason why a WNBA player has to go to Russia in the offseason to play to make enough money to feed her family Exactly. Whatnot,
2: right? I think um, right now we're trying to close that gap between what I always preach is it's about respect. And a lot of people don't mm-hmm. listen to me when I say it is about respect. A lot of people say, well, oh, well, it's just not interesting. Well, it's not interesting to you because you don't respect the players and their craft. You don't respect... Female athletes and how they do it differently, but they do it just as well, you know, Mm -hmm. and I always tell people like you can't compare a female athlete to a male athlete because it's just not the same, you know, and it goes down to genetics, you know, men have more testosterone, so they're in line stronger, you know, and so I think if people had more respect for a woman can do it just as well, even though it might not look the same, you know. And a woman can hit just as many shots, hit the same shot percentage, hit the same moves on a court, but because they just don't jump as high, all of a sudden you're not as good as the player, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think if we garner more respect to the sport and we embrace that, we need to have people respect the athletes more we'll start to see more consumers. Don't
0: you see, though? I see a lot of... I love women's sports. I love women's basketball, women's track and field. I don't watch a lot of volleyball. Yeah. Okay? I just don't. And it (laughs) it just is what it is. I respect...
1: Men's or women's. Men's or women's. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But
0: I think we're going in this direction where... LeBron will pull up at the Sparks game. Chris Paul, Russell Westbrook, you know, a lot of these guys.
3: Yeah. And
0: they have relationships with these women too because they respect it. And I think I just am talking about monetarily. Yeah. Like most of the money the WNBA gets is from the NBA. You know what I mean? Right? Yeah. No.
2: Yes. But what I will say is like, um, not to shade any of the players. Obviously, they're great people, but, um, There's a difference between being told to show up to a game because it'll help your image and being a part of an organization that is supposed to make sure you come to the game. You think LeBron
0: needs somebody to tell him to? Really? Yes. I don't think so.
2: (laughs) Like, I'm sure he'll come to a game of the season. It's good for his image. It's good for his image to show that he cares about women's sports. And what a lot of people don't realize is everything's a numbers game. The NBA, long before anyone else was talking about embracing female fans, was recognizing that it needed to embrace female fans. So, of course, the best way is to have your best player go to a female sports game. You know what I'm saying? So, this is all plotted, obviously. Obviously, they probably do respect the female athletes. Hopefully, they do. But don't get confused with them showing up with them actually respecting the game.
1: That's well said. Yeah. I think, I think the biggest, the biggest issue is audience right so i mean we can talk about compensation and you talk about revenue and obviously there's a difference and the main difference in those discrepancies has to be with the viewers and the audience that these that these sports regardless of what sport it is is garnishing so i think a lot of that actually stems from a lot of women don't give a fuck about sports.
2: Yeah, and I that, agree.
1: And that's, I mean, that's just one thing. And that, that's a, a it's cultural, it's society. Like uh, a lot of, a lot of girls when they're growing up are pushed away from sports. Exactly. Like Don't be a, don't be an athlete. Yeah. Be a dancer. Like that's where I would
2: come at it more. Is like it's not that girls don't like sports. Is that we're conditioned to stay away from sports. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women are conditioned to think that all women who play sports are gay. All women who play sports are very manly and that's not true at all. Nope. And I think that once we start to show women that it's okay to be feminine and to play a sport, it's okay to be feminine. You will be just as good, you know, like you don't have to be a man to play like a man. You know what I'm saying? I think
0: anybody that loves basketball and loves the game of basketball, like if you've ever watched Cheryl Swoops pe- play mm-hmm. or Diana Taurasi, exactly. Or like, you know what I mean? Like these cold. are stone cold yep. hoopers, bro. Yep. Exactly. That will give buckets to any man, any woman. I don't exactly. give a fuck about the ball, yeah. the yeah. ball size, or anything. Yeah. The the best thing about basketball is it's ten feet and ninety feet both way. It doesn't matter. You exactly. know what I mean? And I'm I you know Jenna Bandy. I talk about all the time. This girl, well, I she's given me. Nothing but buckets. This girl kicks my ass every time I play her. Totally, yeah. you know what I mean. They are so good. I worked out yeah. with girls all the, this summer mm-hmm. who play for Pepperdine, exactly. and she was buckets all day, yeah. all day shooting eighty five percent all day. Definitely. Yes, different basketball doesn't fucking matter. Like it is what it is. You got to get the ball into the hoop, but I just don't see because we we saw it this year where. Players were standing up and saying, you know, the, wor- the, 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 the worst player in an NBA team makes five times more than the best player on a WNBA team. Yeah. It's just that the money ain't there. Like
2: Exactly. It's, it's the fan base. But women make up. 50% of the NBA's fan base make up 50% of the NFL's fan base so if we're not supporting ourselves who is going to support us I totally you know? agree but yep. maybe
0: there needs to be there hasn't been that player yet where the NBA or the WNBA has spent so much time marketing and pushing and being like yeah this is the Kevin Durant this is the Kyrie yeah. this is you know the LeBron mm-hmm. the new Zion you know because everybody likes to see dunks that's what they like yeah. to see <laughs> right that's what they like it's, to see it's very
2: true they do but I think if we, it's just, it's all about marketing female sports to what tailors female sports. So what would you do?
0: I You're would, a very smart girl. Yes. You've been in the game for a long time. Yeah. Been around the game a long time. Yeah. How would you make the WNBA make money?
2: That's a hard question because obviously <laughs> they've had things that they've tried. What I would say is abandon the, um how do I say this correctly? Like. Basically, I would stick to what attracts a lot of females now. And that is not sticking to gender barriers and fixing the advertisements we have, you know, tailoring it towards women, not because it's a woman's product, but because it's a product woman-like, you know? Mm. Um, I would say tailoring it more to be more open, you know, like we've seen so much marketing behind gay pride and the WNBA, which I love. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But where's the market behind people who just play the sport as a woman? Girls that play basketball. Exactly. Like there's zero marketing for that, you know? And so where is that? And um
0: community reach out. Like why are the sparks in the schools like you know what I mean? Okay, so that makes sense. Making
2: even like as something as small as like making the jerseys a little bit more um easier to look at is basically what I'll say. You know, like when you watch the sparks play, unless you know the colors of the sparks, how do you know they're the sparks? Because right. it's they're very European type style jerseys, and I don't agree that that works at all. Even though the point was to put brands all over the jersey to make and more, and make money. more you think money. They should
0: right. be sexier. Or they should be. They like...
2: definitely should, but it doesn't. Being sexier doesn't have to be shorter. Doesn't have to right. be tighter. Mm-hmm. You know, just it could. It just yeah. look better. It's you 30. know, yeah.
1: I think so. There's one thing basketball wise that I'm really excited to see. Uh, unfold over the next, I will call it 20 years. And it's Kobe Bryant's daughters. Yes. I mean, (laughs) this man is, is 100% leading the charge. Uh, Not only, I mean, he just wrote a book uh, about a female tennis player uh, and him him and Serena just partnered on that a little bit. Uh, But, but I've already seen his oldest daughter play and she is lights out. And so if, you know, we're talking about big names and, and, you know, the next Kyrie of the, of the women's game, uh, the next Kobe Bryant is coming like she's going to yeah. do it. if she if yeah. she wants if she feels like doing it yeah. she'll do it like there's not there's no doubt in my mind that she's going to be good enough and having someone like Kobe you know to be the at least somewhat of a of a voice uh, of a marketing perspective of going like, hey, like check out, exactly. check this out. This is, uh, you know, I bet my daughter could be all your sons, yeah. <laughs> all up and down this court. Like, let's see what happens. Kind of a thing. It'll I, take yeah. the and Kobe and the LeBron. He has, he has several daughters. That. He yeah. has several daughters that I, you know, and if they all choose to play basketball, I know he'll support them. Yeah. So I think this, as more NBA athletes that have daughters, mm-hmm. uh, or, or just athletes in general, have yeah. daughters and promote that. I think it's only going to get better, especially because they're coming from households where where those guys know the ins and outs of how to become great. Yeah. So hopefully that'll lead to yeah. more intrigue.
2: Uh, what I will say as a daughter who played basketball and yeah. was an NBA daughter, um, hopefully she doesn't do what I did <laughs> and switch forts because it does Your pops wanted you to play basketball. Yes. Yeah. um, Yeah, we're not going to go too deep in that one. (laughs) Sorry, Lamont. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But but basically, it's like um, uh, there are a lot of NBA daughters that do exist. Um, It also is still very rare to have for an NBA player in general to have a kid who does go on to play basketball, at least professionally. Very rare. And so hopefully they are able to stick to it, just like we're seeing Bronnie is being able to stick to it so far. Um, And hopefully she does like trailblazed the way, you know, because what I will say is there's a lot of girls who do play other sports who were NBA kids who are very good at those other sports, mm-hmm. but those other sports just don't get a lot of attention. You know, right. just like you were saying, you don't watch volleyball. I can name on my hand, probably not right now because I can remember the names, but I can name on my hand a couple of NBA daughters who played volleyball sure. and were nationally ranked. Yeah, you know, but no one watches volleyball, and that's its own argument. But it's like,
0: well, I kind of wanted to argue that with you, yeah. because your brother wanted <laughs> yeah. me to, but maybe you're not touching it. But that's okay. I
2: mean, we could. It's just a hard topic. Volleyball
0: is a great sport. It's it's a it's, great sport. It is a great game, and. It's fun to watch, and it takes a lot of athleticism it and teamwork. Is. And you got to know where your players yeah. at at all times. Yeah, I would argue
2: that it takes more fundamentals in basketball. I know a lot of people are going to hate oh, it. No, that.
0: No, no, okay, <laughs> I think volleyball does.
1: players tend to be more athletic than, we than, than the standard are. NBA, like basketball player. Yeah, I'm to just we brag. Definitely we are.
2: definitely are. We definitely jump higher. Even men's volleyball players jump higher yes. than a lot of men's basketball yes, players. Do. I
1: get that. They Chase practice Buttinger. in the sand, Chase
3: bro.
2: But even yeah. past that, there's a lot of players who never played in the sand. That jump very high in mm. volleyball because it's yes. something about that trigger stop and go plyos that we do. And is it size, all
0: vert too though? Yeah, right? it's all vert. It's yeah. Like, yeah, it's not. exactly.
2: It's you don't jump to, forward, right? Yeah. It's fucking yeah. all vert. Yeah.
0: We just saw a dude the other day that jumped sixty four inches exactly. off of vert. Like, damn. Exactly. Um, I have a question for you. This is going to be the answer, Drew, that we've waited for for a year and a half. <laughs> all right, here we go. Uh oh. Jeff Crompton douchebag john i hope you are listening to this our faithful loyal clips and drew <laughs> listeners oh shit i, I want you I know, know this. what this is drew I, it just hit me this ashley is a good murray is going to answer this question for us because i i know i'm going to be on your side with this i think so we had this huge argument. There's been many arguments at my house really? where I've had to kick people out of my house. I, we, have a, we have a very... It doesn't get violent. It doesn't get violent, we, but it's we, time we for gotta people take a to breather. leave. Yeah. Because gotta take a breather. when I'm set on something, there's nothing else. I don't hear anything <laughs> else. And then when you deal with our group of friends, yeah. it makes it really difficult. Okay. So the argument one night was this. Mm-hmm. And mind you, mm-hmm. I'm a good basketball player. Drew is a good basketball player. Jeff Crompton is a very good basketball player. John's a good basketball player. Douchebag John. Um, that's his name on yeah. the show. So we had this conversation where we were talking about Yukon women's basketball. Mm-hmm. And I said, you, I, I brought up like, you know, she's not gonna be happy with this. Why? No, go ahead. I said, if, if, <laughs> if the Yukon women's basketball team came and played us five on five, we would get our ass kicked, Yeah, like handed to us. And Drew yep. and Jeff Compton, mm-hmm. Crompton both said there's no way that they're going to run, run us off the court. And I got mm-hmm. livid, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah. You don't think the women's UConn team, what do you think about this?
2: I think they definitely would. I think...
0: <laughs> She's never seen us play, though.
2: That's true, yeah. but I don't think she yeah. has to. She's, uh, you know... That's a joke.
1: That was a joke.
2: I would argue...
1: This was three years ago also. <laughs> was it? I was much thinner. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, serious, real talk though. Think no, about, real talk. They come in. They've been playing together, right? Definitely. Um,
2: I'll even say even when I was younger and I was playing with my dad and my brother, and I was trained to play basketball at the time. I was giving grown men buckets all I believe day. That. So it's one of those things where it's like people they um assume that because it's a female sport that they can't translate over to the male sport. And I would argue that that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Agreed. Um, I will say I don't believe. W.A. players can play in the NBA. Okay, sure. They, I believe, a lot of W.A. players are better than a lot of NBA players. I think a couple of them
0: could play, in but the NBA. I don't know if they could. Do you think that'll ever happen? So first off, well, that yes happened. Or, that yes that happened or no? Twice.
1: That happened twice. Uh, two women have been drafted. Didn't Lieberman By the, go Nancy Lieberman, and there was another one I forget she her had name. Training
0: camp though. No, no, no but didn't... they were
1: there was two that were drafted. Right, and then they never made. Then ne- you know they never made. Yeah.
0: It was Cheryl Miller, wasn't it? Miller didn't Cheryl Miller. I, go? She wasn't
1: drafted. To the de- to she the NBA, bro, she, she was, was she putting was up cold. the fucking numbers. No, but they, dude. it happened twice in the seventies, I believe. There was two women. Nancy Lieberman was was one, and the other one actually made it to camp. I don't know if she actually got on the floor for a regular season game, but it was it was close. no no
0: no woman has ever been on the floor for right. a regular season. So, NBA. but it's that happened
1: ain't. it's happened before.
0: So, two things: one, are you yay or nay that? That uh, UConn would whoop our asses. No, they would. Okay, hundred yeah. percent. I yeah. agree. I have, yeah. to, I have to. I have to combat this. I oh, combat it. No. So Drew it's, it's and Jeff terrible. think. Drew and Jeff think it's that since terrible. they're six four yep. and they got a, they got fifty pounds on these girls, nah. that it's gonna be a different story. Go.
1: So So I I had the the very the the, the pleasure of, of being on uh, the practice team. I went to University of Arizona. Okay. Uh, and I would help out with the women's squad because they would run fives against the guys to try and you know just improve, Get better and yeah. we would we would play really hard right um <laughs> and that. we w- we would win a lot of the time yeah. right and these are these are guys that played in high school ball that were not like myself that were not good enough to make it on the next level the next mm-hmm. stage uh obviously we're college we're, we're young we're, we're in shape we're yeah. athletic i mean that was m- my peak of my athleticism was during that time and my experience with that just li- leads me to believe that wiping the floor i I really don't think that they'd, they'd blow us out by fifty right I do think i what I said was it would be a really close game and I believe that's still to this day
0: I don't I'm remember you saying I'm that six four I, right.
1: th- but that, that's that's what I recall saying. okay okay I, I don't know who the tallest player on the yukon national or on the Yukon's women women's team is mm-hmm. I'm six four I can't imagine them being too much taller than me I'm sure that there's one or two but I know I know if I'm going one on one with Brianna Stewart, she's gonna whip my ass. I'm yeah. not I'm not over here being an idiot. Yeah. But there's something about the physicality that I would be able to bring that I don't know. I, I really don't think that they're I mean, other than like maybe Brittany Griner or the girls that are that are significantly well, taller bigger than me. The yeah. They're not gonna be able to post me up. And I and I feel that to the core.
0: <laughs> you don't think she could give you some work right now yeah. though? Like
1: no, I, I, I don't I don't think you'd be able to back me down. Uh, I'm okay. two, I'm 250
0: pounds. <laughs> right, okay. He has a point. He has a good point. Like, but nah, I'm would, not saying I you would argue I'm,
2: context. Sure. Um, Ugh. how does U of A's women's basketball team match up against UConn? You know what I'm saying? Not great. Like exactly. <laughs> not great. Exactly. So until you've actually done it, yeah. I would argue that they would whip your ass.
1: Okay. And you, yeah. so you're saying like yeah. more than 30 points?
0: Yes. Oh, <laughs> I'm with it. <laughs> yes. I said it. D- douchebag John, me and you were validated. I think we're validated right now, but think, unless
1: no, Matt was on our time. Uh, Matt was on our side too. Matt, on you. Matt was with me and, and with me Come and Jeff. Come on, Matt. Yeah, I know. Come on, Matt. I'm not and Matt's making my case. I'm not making show. my case any better. No, no,
0: you're, not. <laughs> you're not. Um, one more question. Yeah. Do you feel in our lifetimes that there will be a woman playing NBA basketball?
2: In our lifetime, yeah.
0: In our life, let's just say the next, let's just say the next thirty years, with the way, because we've seen. No, That's go lifetime. Tough one. Okay, let's go lifetime. Why did say I'm dying at sixty-five? Anyways. All right, yeah. So, so, so that that years. is my lifetime. Yeah. I'm
2: gonna throw in a hot, hot, hot tape.
0: Uh-oh. Look, oh, oh, yes. Off the press. Whoa.
2: Um, I believe there are girls who are good enough to play in the NBA, but right. I don't believe it'll ever translate. But what I will say is, with all the new. Things that are happening right now with LGBTQ transgender, yeah, gets Whoa. in there. Yeah, okay.
0: That's I would
2: argue that. I that yeah, up. I would argue that someone who would transition mm-hmm. would be good enough to play in the NBA eventually. So
0: going off, hold on, let me going yeah. off what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think that is the catalyst mm-hmm. to making WNBA basketball dope. Like yeah. not dope, but being like, <laughs> damn, no, no, no. WNBA <laughs> basketball is dope, but what I'm saying is making it something like. That people want to go and watch play. So yeah.
1: have have either of you, or both of you, seen the new Dave Chappelle stand up? Yes. Okay, because yeah. he brings this up. Yes. He brings this up <laughs> in his stand up special. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know this. He goes. He goes. Now mm-hmm, he goes. <laughs> it, if LeBron decided tomorrow that he wanted to be a woman, would he still play in the NBA? Oh, yeah. Or would he be in the WNBA? Oh, yeah. hundred and twenty points a game.
2: Yeah. Wow. This is a very hot take
1: damn yeah. so, but no i think there is definitely going to be a gray area there with yes. like with with both both the other way around too you know men men that r- truly feel that they're they're in the wrong body and they make the transition yeah. and then they actually it's you know, happening right, right now in yeah. a lot of other
2: sports like they had a had a man who transitioned who was doing track that a man who transitioned who was doing wrestling and went undefeated
1: <laughs> is that is that fair is that fair? I
2: honestly I don't think it is. I don't think it's fair either. But it gets so great. Your gray. genetics are different. Yeah, it gets so gray though because you have the cross country runner that was in the news earlier this year who was born a woman, but she had high levels of testosterone mm. and so they banned her from the sport. And she was winning all but of her But you can't say
0: no either, dude. Yeah, you can't say no because then it's like exactly you know it's it's yin yeah. and yang.
1: But it is it's a very gray area yeah. because like I mean we ju- you just said it like yeah. the testosterone levels are are what they are and
2: they make a huge
3: difference. And it does. I mean, just yeah. naturally the natural yeah.
1: development and strength and all that other yeah. stuff comes into play, and it seems like an unfair advantage. It is, it, you know, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. So maybe, I, it's a
2: natural biological unfair advantage because right. even as a woman, when you lift, what. makes makes you put on muscle is testosterone. That's why a lot of girls who play sports look on the manlier side because they're pumping a lot of testosterone. Mm -hmm. You know it's biological. That just is what it is. So that's the biological unfair advantage. That if you have high levels of testosterone, it's easier to put on muscle and it's easier to be athletic. Okay. that's just what it is.
0: As long as it's not an option for like Jeremy Lin to be like, I don't want to go to Beijing. Well, yeah. and, see, and I don't want to go to the ABA, the CBA. Or you have anything. to cut
1: off his, you know, yeah. That would be a, a hell like, of a sacrifice. It, I'm gonna
0: be that is a hell of a sacrifice. I'm gonna be Jennifer Lin, <laughs> and Jennifer. I'm going and playing oh, in funny. the WNBA. You can't make it like that. You feel me? Yeah.
1: Well, because nobody wants to take that risk. No, I mean, like you know what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't do it just just for that. Make a good thirty for thirty. I mean. Shawana Man was it was a movie. It's a that real came movie. Out. I mean, yes. forward thinking. So yes. before <laughs> yeah. it's time. Before it's time.
0: I got to tell you a funny story, yeah. dude. So Ashley over here that's sitting on the couch, she has a semi-famous Godfather, right? Uh-huh. And we we're talking about him pretty much the whole time. Like there are a lot of cool things Ashley does is because of her. Co- do you know who her Godfather is?
1: Uh, no, I don't know if I do.
0: Well, his name's well. The, when we talk about him, they. She calls him Aubrey. Yeah. It's not... It's not... <laughs> Drake? Oh, yeah. That's that's her godfather. Whoa. So we're that's we're having all these... This is a, this is great, guys. I don't want to save it for the end. Because every conversation we had, we went to lunch. She had a beautiful lunch on the pier. And we're talking. Yeah. And it's just funny.
1: Now I know why she wants Giannis to go to Toronto. That's
0: why. She's got Toronto <laughs> Connect and plays. So, the mob Oh, yeah. It's Masai. Got, it's Masai not. It's not it's the only reason. Her godfather... Oh. Is Aubrey? That's what I'm calling him That's now because cool. I feel like we're all family now. <laughs> I feel like... It's all in the family. How crazy is that? That's very cool, right? Yeah. How does that even happen?
2: It's it's an interesting story. <laughs> um, I'm going to spare a lot of the details. But basically, when my dad played in Toronto, mm-hmm. as you mentioned, um, I was pretty young. I was not, not born though. That's what gets a lot of people confused. Cause like, when I tell people he's my godfather, they're like, well, he was this old when you were born. So it doesn't make any sense. Well, he was still written in my will, even though I was already born. Um, basically what ended up happening was while we were out there, my mom works in music. So it's actually, Something I've thought about, like, who really is the most famous person I know, like, personally? Because realistically, it's almost my mom, you know? She knows yeah. everybody. You guys got to yeah. know about
0: Carmen, dude. Yes. Carmen yes. is a boss. And I mentioned yes. to you today, I was so intimidated working for her yes. because she- I heard
1: stories by your I told,
0: well, No, <laughs> I told it because I was so intimidated, but she yeah. got me to work so hard. It, w- it wasn't until we did the- um, It was All-Star Weekend, and then we did- um, God, we did that thing on the roof deck. It mm-hmm. was a woman's empowerment thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was a big deal yeah. and then it finally hit me. After yeah. working all summer for her, I'm like, I know you, dude. Yeah. You're fuck I- you're Carmen, dude. Yeah. I'm Ian. She knew me when I was a, a little yum buck. Anyway, so your yeah. mom's a boss, right?
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah, so she's ninja, she's stealth, you know. <laughs> a lot of people don't know who she is, but she's someone you should know. Right. Um and so, basically, while we were in Toronto, she was working on music, and basically, what a lot of people will say is that she discovered Drake. What he will Whoa. say is that she was his original manager, and so, basically, he became so close with us. He's family. Um, that's basically, like, best friends, whatever. Um, he became my godfather, and he was written in the will. So amazing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So, this was long before he was who he was. You can you look know, it up, day too. Day There's, MV- <laughs> There's
0: MTV articles on Drake pulling up to Long yeah. Beach to watch her play. You know <laughs> what I mean? And like, that
2: was interesting too. <clears throat> like I have a video about that on my YouTube, like kind of explaining how that happened and what happened. And, um, It was weird when it did happen because a lot of people were like, well, how, you know? And to this day, I get harassed and and they're like, well, who the hell are you, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So it's always like as much as you don't want to talk about it, you don't want to like seem like you're trying to capitalize off of it. Mm. I will say I still have to tell my story every now and then. And so that's why I put it on my YouTube, because as much as it's nice to keep it private, it's just not. You know, no, and that's yeah. cool to have literally
0: one of the most <laughs> yeah, famous men cool. in the world. That's, exactly. That's
1: my my, my godfather's Vern Bexo.
0: <laughs> no o- way, Vern!
1: OG. VV? O- Double V? OG from St. Louis Obispo. <laughs> <laughs> you might have heard of him. <laughs> Vern, what up?
0: Uh, but uh, she's seen the new OVO facility, the basketball yeah. court, and all that She yeah, said it it is so, so nice. That's nice. cool. Yeah. Uh, and I brought up a, nice. when I was having. Uh, Breakfast with Sheck. I bring Shecks up, too. And I was telling Shecks. Ashley this. Shout out to Ryan Sheckler. But Sheckler, who's worth a lot of cheese, too, and very yeah. famous. And we were at breakfast one morning, and Drake, yeah. Yeah, Drake did something. He pulled out the plane. And even Sheckler was like, fuck. Drake just... <laughs> leveled up on leveled everybody up. <laughs> but it's a really that's a really cool story that is, that yeah. and that's cool. pretty awesome and yeah. i'm calling him aubrey from now on yeah like that's what up, just, aubrey sorry aubrey your family uh, now it's part you're part of the process dog that's pretty cool he's
1: doing big things right now i mean yes. he's got the it's netflix first of sports. all it's not
0: big things it's big things that's, so, what,
1: well, that's yeah. what we got the big yeah. things. well i mean he's got the netflix the east london netflix special coming or yes. er, uh, the show coming yeah, out obviously euphoria was a big deal i love euphoria it's
2: definitely one of my best my, my best my favorite tv show right now That's, yeah a we
0: show. had a good yeah. we had a long discussion about this prior yeah, but yeah, you, yeah. you know i'm a fan yeah, yeah. richard they, Pryor. what oh yeah well <laughs> we all know how, many how i feel about people skincare. can we get in this podcast ashley shout out your youtube yeah, we, want we want everybody to, she's family everybody listen to ash Oh, so my
2: YouTube channel, <laughs> I, I miss every cue. You do? But damn. My YouTube channel is Lili Marie, L-E-L-E-M-U-R-A-Y. I do videos on sports and lifestyle and culture and fashion and how they relate to sports. So if you're interested in that, go ahead and
0: check it out. And we want to have her back too. Well, I because think, yeah. we got to
1: talk fashion.
0: We oh, yeah. we didn't have enough time we to get didn't. into that. We did I wanted to get her yeah. top five fashion. What, can you do it real quick? Yeah. Real quick. Top yeah. five NBA top five. players.
2: Number one is definitely Kelly Ubre, and I think if you know anything about fashion, yes, yes. Okay. Supreme Number leg two, sleeve. Yes. Number two, P.J. Tucker.
0: P.J. Shoe game type.
2: Yes. Number three, Sergi Baca.
0: Oh, okay. Yes.
2: He he's very very suited and booted. Okay. That is, that up. is the guy. That's what's up. Um, top five. Is yeah, Russ
1: in there? Is Russ Westbrook in she's there? She's not feeling he, Russ. Yeah,
2: he's more of like street style, and he's good at it. But I'm not a big fan of like the okay. mismatch street style everyone has going on right now. Yep. And he's a big, big person on that. Yep. Um, I would say Kuzma is inching up there. He's I don't trying. Think his he's, got help, not five he's, he's got, got help Yet he's got a lot of help. He's got <laughs> A help. lot of help. <laughs> keep trying, Kuz. yeah. Um, I think LeBron at events is a uh-huh. definitely top five. Mm-hmm. And for my last fifth person, I'm trying to think of people I Where's usually
0: talk about. What's the white boy? There's not one
1: white boy. There's very there. little white boys yeah. in the league, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's seven, very bro. True. Very true. Joe Harris? <laughs> Chris, Han- Chris Kamen? Old old, old Chris Kamen? <laughs> no? JJ. JJ. Uh, I mean, JJ's kind of stylish. We don't is, have to force a white boy, His, white boy think, in the top five. Uh, you're right.
2: I think top five overall, I'm going to have to put in A.I. I oh have yeah! To throw well, that he
0: changed there. the game. Yeah, okay. exactly. He was like that's the cool. originator. He's so. the reason why there is a dress yeah, code that exactly. is not no longer enforced anymore. Exactly. All right, that's that's so Lily's top, top five. That was
1: good, right on the spot too. Love Nicely it. done. Nicely love done.
0: <laughs> hey, real quick, October nineteenth, antidote, fresh, b-ball junkies, Clips and Drew's going to do a live broadcast we're gonna have food we're gonna have people listeners we want you all there we're gonna post the uh invite we want you invite whoever you want we want girls we want guys we want listeners we want everybody to show up we're gonna do a live show drew we have not done that yet nope which is gonna be all our shows
1: are live homie
0: well you know live and like in front of people. Yeah, we're
1: gonna have to, we're gonna have to have quiet people down a lot.
0: Eh, whatever, dude.
1: Everybody, everybody. Nightwing's gonna show up. Nightwing's gonna
0: be at our event. So if you're a shoehead, you should be there. Keep screenshotting. Let us know when you're listening to the episode. Shout out to Dash Radio. Shout out to Nothing But Net Channel. Uh, Post Malone dropped an album this week, Drew. He did. Let me clear my throat. throat)
1: Is that song on there? No. He did a remake? Post
0: Malone dropped the album this week, Hollywood's Bleeding. That is the jam. It's the follow through with Clips and Drew. Ashley Murray, Drew the Right Thing. I'm Clips 555, and we're Ghost. Top five.
3: Hollywood's bleeding, vampires feeding, darkness turns to dust. Everyone's gone, but no one's leaving Nobody left but us Trying to chase a feeling, but we'll never feel it Riding on our last train home Dying in our sleep, we're living out a dream We only make it out alone I just keep hoping that you call me